It probably goes without saying, but finding properties for a syndicator is pretty critical. Without a property, there's nothing really for us to talk to investors about and nothing really we can sell them. Properties are the raw materials that us syndicators work with. So how do we find deals? Because without those deals, there's nothing really for us to do. Fortunately, we have a four-step system and we're gonna go through that. And you'll walk away with a system. And with that system, you're gonna find properties. Without a system, well, progress is gonna be really difficult for you because you're gonna be left to the winds of chance with probably nothing to show for it at the end. So what is this four-step system? So it all starts with our founder investment theory. Founder investment theory is the backbone of what we do because that's how we identify our properties. It's how we talk to investors. It's what we do and what we invest in. So obviously we start with the founder investment theory. So let's It starts with, um, if you recall, our founder investment theory had three questions. Number one was our strategy. Number two is our niche. And number three is our risk profile. So in our strategy, when we're trying to identify our property, you should have already your whole founder investment theory. Now, if our strategy is development, we're looking for raw land or underutilized uh, uh, property. If we are value add, we're looking at high vacancy or deferred maintenance. Uh, or missed opportunity. If we're uh, doing a stabilized value add, we're looking for um, expiring leases. Or below market rents. If undervalued, we're looking at below replacement cost. And if cash flow, we're looking at um, either appreciation potential or rent escalations. Right, and if you need more clarity on that, go back to the founder investment theory module and look at it again, because this is critical that you've identified what strategy is it that you're going for. Now it's possible you'll be going after more than one, but I wouldn't go after like four. I would go after one or two, maybe three at the most, but probably not three. 
Um, so certainly we need to identify what that main strategy is. Then we've got our niche. And in our niche, we've got our property type and our location. Now, why am I going through this? Because it's critical that we do this right and we need that founder investment theory in order to, um, in order to build that, what our plan is for the steps three, uh, two, three, and four. And then we've got our risk profile, which is our, our risk profile. How risky is it? And some of that will come out of our, our financial analysis. But for the time being, just think about our risk profile as that gut sense you know about how risky the, it's going to be. So once we've identified our fit, then it's time to uh, come over to our, our other steps. So this is step one. Step two, is we go to our existing database. Now, most of you are probably uh, real estate agents or property managers or somebody in the real estate business um, anyway. So you probably have a database already of people that you know, owners that you know, and things like that. Uh, if you don't have that database already, um, you will start developing it on your own. You need to start ident knowing what who the owners are of these properties. So you have a database and then um, uh, you've identified what it is. So now you build a list of what fits that fit. Uh, so you build a list, right? And um, of what fits the fist. Uh, the fit. Then you simply make contact with all those owners and see, uh, will they take an offer? As an aside, which, which you'll notice, uh, especially if you're a real estate agent and you start having these conversations with owners, even if they're not interested in the offer that you'd make, you're actually starting the conversation where you may end up with more listings than you originally had thought of anyway. Um, and number three, you follow up until you have details. And here we're talking about rent rolls and operating expenses. Uh, number four is your financial analysis. And five, you make an offer. If it fits, if it works, you obviously aren't making an offer if it doesn't. Uh, I know that some syndicators like to just make offer after offer after offer, even if they don't think that it's likely to, because they'll get the, um, the income and expense and they can use that for their brokerage. I wouldn't recommend doing this. I think it's kind of underhanded and shady. Um, what you end up doing is you're, you're basically lying to the, the potential owner, uh, in order to get a listing if, if it doesn't work for purchasing for you. Um, 
if it's either a good deal or it's not, and it's either going to work or it's not. And, uh, I think just leading them on and telling them that you're going to make an offer on it, but it has to be at some sort of cap rate or has to be at some sort of thing where you have no idea what any of the expenses are, what the, what the rent roll actually looks like. I, th I think that's kind of shady. My opinion, uh, you can do with it what you will. The third step is agents. Now, as I said, most of you are probably already um, real estate agents. So why on earth would you be talking to other agents? Aren't they competitors? Well, they may be competitors in the sense of that you are competing with them in uh, um, it, to get real estate listings, but this is a whole different thing. So I think it is a wise idea to build out a, a comprehensive list of who all those agents are anyway. Understand that, who all they are, because you may need them for yourself or you may need them for one of your projects, uh, or they may very well have a buyer for you the next time around. So we uh, agents do tend to be a, uh, a congenial community as well who can do deals together uh, as well as be competitors. I wouldn't look at other agents, especially when as a syndicator, as an adversary. Now, if another agent has that perfect, great uh, property, don't hesitate. Let them take the commission in exchange for you getting the getting to buy it and syndicate it. Uh, it's it would be foolish to to let that great opportunity go just because you wanted to make a few extra bucks um, from a real estate commission when you had a whole bunch more opportunity for it in syndicating. So. Um, a lot of a lot of syndicators don't like even being their own agent um, and only work with other agents and do not take a commission themselves. Um, so you certainly wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be unusual for you to be working with agents in that manner. So the steps to working to agents is you build a list. Now, who is it? Um, you know. Who are the big players in that property type that are is in your fit and in that location? You know, who are those big players? You know who they are probably. If you're a real estate agent as well, you probably know who they are anyway. They're probably your competitors. Um, or they are, um, you probably have met them in networking groups or things like that. Then, just like before, make contact. And now you want to explain exactly what you're looking for. I am a syndicator. I am looking for uh, apartment buildings in the downtown area that are trading at a five cap, but really have some sort of, you know, major add value component to it by, by turning the units. You know, something like that, something that, that they can understand. And also when you communicate like that to the agent, you're letting them know that you're a professional uh, and that, um, that they can work with you very easily and get a deal done. You also wouldn't want, as part of that discussion, to have the conversation about fees from the very beginning because they are likely to be confused on whether you're calling um, because you want them to be your agent or because you are just looking for deals that you're going to just shop to your own uh, people. 
So I would say make sure that they understand what that fee is and say, look, I'm looking just for my, uh, myself. I am a syndicator. And so we'll be, uh, we'll be, we'd be syndicating out this property. You are welcome to leave your fees in the deal or not, or get paid. Um, but you can represent us and the syndication firm, uh, in exchange for finding a really great deal that we'd like to syndicate. Um, uh, then you follow up, keep following up with them, uh, find, trying to find that deal. And then again, financial analysis. And hopefully make an offer. The fourth step is, uh, is your, your CIEs. Now see the phrase CIE came from my mentor stands for commercial information exchange. Uh, so the big CIEs you've probably heard of are, uh, catalyst LoopNet, CoStar, um, Crexy, those kinds of things are CIEs, uh, the MLS, you're going to know which for your property type and your location, you need to know which CIEs are more prominent than others. Because in some, everybody uses the MLS. In other areas, nobody uses the MLS for your property type and, and they all use Catalyst or they're on CoStar or whatever it is. So you need to know those. Um, so first, uh, oops, CIEs. The first step is to build out searches that are consistent with your fit. Then put them in the different CIEs and save them. I also think it is a good idea to just kind of keep poking around for more. So inquire, you know, for, for more things. When you reach out to an agent and you find a property that's a good fit, ask agents what they have. Everybody needs to know what you are looking for and what your fit is. And then regularly review. Now this is a process. These are the four steps that you do. Now the first step you do once, uh, or maybe you decide that you want to keep revisiting it, making sure it's the right step, but I would do two, three, and four on a weekly basis. So these are some of the base hits that we'll talk about in the, the last set of modules. Uh, these are the things that you should be doing on a weekly basis, just continually checking that list, maybe even daily. It all depends on what you need and what your market says. Um, but these are the four steps. So first identify your founder investment theory again, get it concrete so you know exactly what it is you're looking for. Uh, if you don't know what it is you're looking for, you're not going to find it. Second, you find your database. Um, you, you go to your database and you start looking at it through the, uh, through the lens of your founder investment theory. 
Third, you contact agents and you let them know what that founder investment theory is and what you're looking for. And probably if it makes sense to you uh, to uh, say that they will get to the, com the commission for the buy side. Uh, and then lastly is your commercial information exchanges. Build those searches out. Uh, they are on market properties, so they may not be the best possible source, but I've found a lot of deals that have gone missed by uh, other agents or other investors because they didn't know exactly what they're looking for because they didn't have a founder investment theory. So uh, that is our four-step process in order to find properties. So think about what makes sense for you. Uh, and then in the next module, we are going to talk about uh, getting you paid. So one of the most important things in doing syndication is getting paid, right? Why else would we be doing it? So we're gonna go through fees, broker fees, and the promote, and how to get paid.